Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Get it all out. Get it all out now. No, no, I, oh, I like the idea that yeah. we, oh, we arrive on surfboards every time we do this podcast. <laughs> surf into a cove. That's you know, that's what it calls for. Listen, it's hypecast. We have to hype our asses in here. Yeah. And how you can't you cannot arrive more hypely than on a surfboard. No, no. That's true. Unless yeah, the surfboard also has wheels and oh. is a skateboard that just goes yeah. you just you ride a wave onto land and you immediately just start thrashing on land oh. and doing like sick grabs and grinds and stuff yeah. and, and then, then you just you then, do a backflip back into the ocean and a shark with sunglasses pops out and it's like yeah with a 10 it, just giving yeah. you a 10 it's got a sign <laughs> 10 on that it, it all has to pull out though to reveal that it's all still happening on another bigger skateboard yeah. right yeah <laughs> we're all tiny little hype guys on a on a massive skateboard yeah that is also yeah partially a surfboard that is also in the ocean it's beautiful it's like the ending of men in black only the x games yeah yeah, yeah. if only you'd x, pitch x men in black if mm-hmm. only you'd pitched this idea instead of turned down for what's music video you know mm-hmm. you really could have had something there you know mm-hmm. just, just uh just, god that's a music video i use it all the time in class uh <laughs> it's fantastic you know uh, oh fantastic. That's, that's great they've never seen it People underneath like twenty five don't know that music video now. Right. Oh, that's a shame. I know. Can you believe that? Yeah. I I mean I can. I kind of can. Man, I don't know. I, I understand don't know. why it's hap. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't yeah, like that's it for sure. Yeah, but I understand facts. why it's happened. Yeah, those are facts I disagree with, but I acknowledge they exist. <laughs> I disagree with those facts. You respectfully disagree yeah. with the I, reality. I, I, <laughs> I reject these facts. Yeah. I see them. I acknowledge them. I reject them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I nod at them at the bar, maybe tip the hat, but then I turn my back to them. I'm not hearing from them. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling them over. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No, you're not going to fuck those facts. <laughs> no, which is what I do with facts I agree with. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's a that's a bone job every time those I, are good facts. I agree with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure. What are we doing? (laughs) I don't know. I never know. Hmm. I never know what we're doing. Uh, I'll tell you what you're doing. (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone. Hello. Another episode of Hypecast. 
Hype. Oh, it's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bale. And I'm guest, Adam Ganser, who did not need to be prompted. You are welcome, Tom. Oh, Thank you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yeah, You're man. killing How it. How are you? You're yeah. killing it. I'm good. Merry fucking Christmas, everybody. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Happy, kind happy of. fucking Hanukkah to all of you. Yeah. 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 All the holidays. Yeah. Every yeah, holiday, honestly. Happy Happy Valentine's. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. St. <laughs> yeah. Patrick's right up your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's festive season. Yeah, yeah it it's, really it's, is. It's, it's fucking happy uh, Malboja's birthday to those mm. who celebrate. Ooh. I'm going to think about that one. That's a thinker, Tom. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a thinker. Yeah. It is a thinker, yeah. <laughs> Listen, nobody uh. will tell you it's not. <laughs> Definitely. That's a that's yeah. a fact I can fuck right there. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking that fact. Yeah. No one's telling that's you it's not. That's a fuckable fact. That, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like that's a fact I can fuck. That's yeah. that's like your new catchphrase. Yeah, I can really now. sink so. my teeth into that into that fact's so. ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're thirsty for facts. Yeah. Listen, we're fuck thirsty for facts. Yeah. Love us some good facts. A, oh, yeah, good thick facts. And we are not going to speak respectfully about those facts at all. We are, no. Oh, hell no. Why on earth? earth would we do that? No, yeah. we're going to ruin those facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a lot of trailers, Dave. I'm scared. I'm very scared already. <laughs> all right. Well, let's all right. Let's, well, get let's into jump this. Let's in. Get into let's this. jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I I went through the producers and I cleaned up a bit. Um, so I'm just telling people right now, if your name is missing, if you're one of our producers, let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I did my best, but Patreon is really bad at like that that sort of sorting stuff out. Uh, and so am I. So combined. Mm-hmm. We're just we're a just fucking terrible. Wreck. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, big old thank you to uh, Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you. Uh, thank Woo. you to Ryan the Silly Money Goose. Uh, thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, yeah. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Mike the Lurker and Fighter. Oh. Uh, thank you to DJ Finney. Thank you to Dracula, the bus-driving vampire. Mm. Uh, thank you to Brockway, loves the meat, Millie. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Grumblebee. Yeah. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid adorned with Christmas lights. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Wow. It's a festive Screaming Horse Pyramid. Uh, let me jump in here. Look, Mom, on a mm. podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to Seismic Charge Noise. <laughs> thank you to Deborah's Awesome, Barbara's Great, and Cancer and Go to Hell. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's Dave. yours now. Here we go. <laughs> do you want me to? All right, you want me to do it, and then you can like write Numino, it phonetically. Numino ultra microscopic silico volcano 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 neosis Jones. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank, Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. Thank you. And thank you to MVB. Thank you. Now, now he's Woo! beautiful. He's beautiful. I've seen. Oh yeah. He, he's. Oh beautiful. yeah. Oh yeah. No, he's killing and it. Again, he does yeah. Fantastic Listen, folks, art. He really does. Yeah. Um. Also, wait, wait till you listen to the whole episode to know if your name's missing. I move some stuff around mm-hmm. as I tend to do. 
Uh, you guys want to talk about trailers? I can't oh wait to talk about these goddamn motherfucking trailers, Dave. Oh boy. Yeah. I simply oh boy. cannot wait. We got a, a weird a weird grouping today. Uh, <laughs> starting with the uh, the Matrix Resurrections. This is a like it might be the TV spot. I don't know. It's titled Deja Vu. It's a minute long. It is kind of important to talk about because yes. a hundred percent. Yeah, it, it's like I would say, and I'm not being hyperbolic. This is like a landmark moment in movies. This trailer, sure. Uh, and I'll tell you why I think so. Because okay. they're just they they've no longer they're no longer hiding the cynicism of this premise. Instead, they're going full 1984 and saying like. This is like, it's exactly, it's not exactly the same. Isn't that what you really want for it not to be exactly the same as the movie you already watched? Mm. You know what I mean? That's no, it's literally the same. Right. But like, yeah, they, but because they keep repeating, there's little dip, like something's changed. Something's changed. Right. Right? Like, so they're literally advertising that it isn't exactly the same movie. Yeah. Right. But I do, I do think the idea behind this, cause they keep saying deja vu. It means they changed something because, um, you know, the kitty cat from the first one. Uh, I think the implication is that that is the premise, right? Is that they're getting this constant deja vu because they already did this stuff. Yeah. And that has something to do with the like they're explaining why they're doing a soft reboot in the plot of the movie. It seems like which is like, no, yeah, it's just it's deja vu. They changed the Matrix. So shit that you recognize is happening again it also implies that just there's something about the original films is not what they seem right or yes something didn't happen the way it was supposed to yeah there's some implication there yeah that's what scares me about it like that that particular piece of it is what scares me about this advertisement that scares me too because honestly for all the guff the the trilogy gets as a whole I really liked where it ended, and I liked the idea behind it that, uh, spoilers, I guess, that they reach a truce with the machine, because it's like the one ending you don't expect uh, for them to actually, like, find peace. Uh, And I I hope they're not going to retcon it in a way of, like, actually, that was all an illusion, and the machines are still in control. that would explain though why Neo had powers outside of the Matrix. Yep. If he they it never would. left the Matrix. It would. Yeah. Matrix within a Matrix is really lingering here. Yeah. Yeah. I I I do have a feeling that's what's happening. Yeah, that has but to it, be it. It does make the original films feel uh useless. Uh-huh. Well, that's the yeah, thing. Which is a bummer. That's the thing. We'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I'm going to watch this movie which is I like this is one of those rare franchise reboots where I'm like, I don't care what it is. I love The Matrix. I'm going to watch it. But, like, yeah. ev- everything I find out about it is like, man, am I going to be just, like, bummed about movies at the end of this? I hope it's, I'm not. Yeah, it's sort of... The thing is, I- I'm, I'm where you're at because it also, like, in order for it to happen, it's like your typical, your diehard plot or your Terminators where they have to just say, ah, oh, nothing mattered. We have to do it again. Every movie for you to get a movie, right? Exactly. Uh, and so, like, it's that exchange is I want another Matrix because, you know, seems fun. I don't care too much about the plot. I did like what they did in those that trilogy, but if I have to say, like, okay, do I not get another Matrix or do they, uh, 
have to retcon the plot, I, I, I'm sort of on the fence, you know? Normally I'd say, just don't make any more, right? Like, that's how movies should work. But, I mean, I think now having been blasted in the eyes with Space Jam 2, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we now are aware of the fact that, like, not a hot Space Jam 2 goo right in yeah, the eyes. Yeah. yeah, right. Right in the old, the, the peepers. Right in the, the old char- peepers. It, the yeah. characters from Clockwork Orange who were in it, might tell, yeah. might call it. The thing that stood out to me is, like, oh, yeah, so, like, none of these properties is ever going to be let to left to die. No, that's just not going to happen. Right. The current. Yeah. I think the current trend until we until we glom onto a new trend, the current trend is nothing matters. The continuity of all these films don't matter. They're not as important as making another. Uh, And until that gets fixed, it's going to be like this for a bit. Right. Uh, And that isn't to say it hasn't been like this for a while. But uh, I don't know. in the case of the Matrix, I guess I just don't mind it as much as other things. Like, you could argue, who gives a shit about Terminator for the same reason? It's like, yeah, make a million of them. Who gives a shit? Uh, but for some reason, that bothers me more. It's, I think it's because you're already sullied on that property, and you're not already sullied on Matrix. That's like, true. I, There's a level of exhaustion, isn't there? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Because with Terminator, they've made so many bad sequels that it's like, oh fuck, okay, yeah. here comes another. You don't yeah, where this, anymore. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, bring on the bad sequels. Because yeah, you're right. Because I haven't been hurt by the Matrix yet. Right. And that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. That's the problem with this idea. That, like, I think you perfectly diagnose like a cultural phenomenon in movies. Like they're they throwing meaning under the bus is like, well. That's the fucking fuel that makes movies matter and makes people care yeah. about them. So you're doing a real dangerous tightrope walk, studios. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it, absolutely, because it can really um, short circuit people. I think. Yeah. Like, because well, they're 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 brands first and and stories second. So, right. but like the stories are why they're brands. So, like that's right. what the it, that's what we connect with when we watch the movie. Right, you make like one or two really good movies that captures everybody's imagination and are well crafted, and then they basically, yeah, they just siphon as much as they can from that and make all these like zombie versions until everybody gets sick of it. Right, uh, and it becomes the butt of a bunch of jokes, and uh, you know, everybody. There's a meme of somehow Palpatine returned, and everybody's like, "Yeah, that was dumb," uh, <laughs> and then they, and then. They still keep making them, probably. Uh, well, I the hope this opens it. with the dead speak and Agent Smith or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, hell you know, yes. Oh, you know they they're they must have Agent Smith in this, right? Yeah, he's got to be in it. I agree. Hugo, an old yeah. Hugo Weaving's going to show up, yeah. and they're going to have to explain it. I know they they're going to have to explain why everybody's older, right? Well, uh, it looked like some characters aren't coming some, back as the yeah. old versions. Some characters got Doctor Who'd, like Morpheus yeah. is Yaya yes, Abdul Mateen II. Yeah, yeah like and that's I, Morpheus. I think if I was Larry Fishburne, I'd be like, what the fuck? Everybody else gets to be old. But I'm sure there is a specific reason where they were like, the I, yeah, the idea is that like Neo and Trinity, two characters who, spoilers, died in the, in the Matrix trilogy, clearly aged while the characters who didn't die didn't age. Uh, so that must mean something, right? That like dying in the Matrix meant something uh, that they didn't realize. Maybe we'll get Joey Pants. 
You oh, I hope we get Joey Pants. We might. And Agent Smith died too. So, yeah, they could. It must be something where it's like they continue to age. Like time, time. I think time is working differently, right? So, well, okay. So I'm doing a little googling, which I probably shouldn't do, but I'm doing a little googling. And one theory on why Lawrence Fishburne is not in this new Matrix movie is that his character survived. That's what I'm saying. The war at the end. Yeah. Meaning that this Matrix that we're in now is actually a second, not like a, not a Matrix within a Matrix, a, just a second Matrix. Like they redid it. Okay. That's like, uh. So the implication is maybe that this Morpheus is a product of the matrix that's reset or and something that, that fits i don't know with, that fits with if you can if we can read the transcript of the architect speech that yeah. does fit with some of the ideas he was uh spewing from his gullet yeah <laughs> rocketing know? out of his stupid head yeah mm-hmm. like that does fit with the there were many uh there were many the ones right and it's a right it's a phenomenon like so that that seems like it it could track with matrix logic yeah I do think that is the key thing, is the characters that we're seeing aged were the ones who died, and the ones who didn't die are young, and that that must mean something. Mm-hmm. My question is, is that uh, is that orgasm cake getting a reboot? Cause I oh, think, it better be. I, yeah, there, I mean, yeah. that's, you know, that's the second most exciting thing I'm into about this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Neo, Neo's back, where's the cake? <laughs> no, it's yeah. everybody's just that popping cum cake? that cake. Where's that yeah. cum cake? No, ev- people are going to just be casually eating it throughout the entire <laughs> yeah. film. Just, it's a real pleasure barge of a Matrix trilogy that they're going to set us up for. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, I the Matrix was never precious to me. So, I like this, like nothing nothing can, can make me nervous or upset me about any of this. Like, I'm just going to go wow. watch this movie and I, I'll either like it or I won't. Yeah, I would say the Matrix is both precious and not precious to me, which is that, like... The thing that's precious about the Matrix is the superficial stuff, you know, the pew pews and the flipping around and the camera going whoosh. Yeah. Uh, and that stuff was really cool. And the plot around it was like, yeah, just do whatever you need <laughs> to make this cool. You know, like uh, it all serves the coolness. After, stuff like after them- the first one. I mean, I, I think the first one was a genuinely great movie. And then after that, yes, it's like, sure, yeah. sure, whatever. You know, like it's this is just for fun. But it, it it all still, like, there wasn't anything to, like, whoa, what if we're all on a side of con- computer? It was like, cool, man. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like, the, uh, they'd already been movies like that, or movies coming out around the same time. Uh, it still, to me, feels like it all served. And that is why, part of why The First Matrix is so good is that the, the you know, the bullet time was done more practically than the other ones. And right. I hope they bring that back, uh, because the CGI, you know. It was a problem in the sequels. You, you got to rent a lot of cameras to do that, Dave. Yeah, you do. You got to rent a hell of a lot of cameras to do yeah, that. Yeah, a bunch trick. of GoPros or whatever. Yeah. Well, they—that was what's crazy—is they weren't even digital cameras. They were. No, they were they film literally. Yeah, yeah, it was a strip of film, I believe, that was like in all of the cameras, and they and so like they they only had really one shot at it every time they did a take, right? Like they couldn't go in and uh, adjust it. No, they I, had to th- I think plan it. I'm pretty sure it was each of. I mean, I'm not positive. They're, each of them were rolling, and then they would have to go through 
and like cut oh, maybe, yeah. one, one, one strip to the next strip to the next strip from each camera, which is a nightmare. There are such tiny cameras, though. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know. All I know is it was done on film, and yeah. Right. Nightmare. Right. Yeah, that sounds like, that sounds like garbage. That's I don't, right. I don't like I'm that hoping. at all. Yeah. It my, is garbage, but it was beautiful garbage. Yeah. <laughs> my one my hope for the Matrix is that that first movie that was probably the last time a movie did something that I'd never seen before, which is that bullet time. Uh and they were using like breakthrough technology. You know, bullet time had been around already. Uh and then the sequels kind of lost that because it was just CGI and it was like, well, this is not like ever like after that everybody could be the Matrix, you know what I mean? Like Blade Two was doing the Matrix <laughs> stuff, but it all looked yeah. like shit. Yeah. And then nowadays, like oh, at any point you can watch an Avengers movie, the camera will slow down and zoom around them or something, because yeah. that's just a thing we can do it's, now. It's, it's Zack Snyder. Like Zack Snyder's definitely co-opted it, and also Swordfish, yeah. utterly devastated Matrix. Oh legacy. yeah. Oh man. Oh just yeah. Devastated. Zack Snyder. He's another person who introduced a new technique, which is when 300 came out, he had these splitters in the camera because it was all on film. So he was shooting on like several different speeds through the same lens. And that's how they got the shots where it would suddenly like get really close and slow and then zoom out. That was not digital at the time either. That was like this bullshit film setup. Which is cool. Uh, which is cool. So I just I'm I I would love a world where this new Matrix follows that tradition, you know, and gives us something we just haven't seen before. But that's a big ask. I mean, yeah, it is a big ask. There's been a lot of movies since then that have been that have done film advancement that is noticeable, but The Matrix mm. represented a, like a really memorable, mind-blowing uh jump in technology and in cinematic presentation yeah i don't know if we've seen something uh, that's a jump like that since no, i agree with that i think a lot of it and uh, this isn't a knock against it but a lot of it has to do with cgi which is that you can just do anything in a computer so there's no need to invent something right like there's no need to it's make cheaper. a new camera rig it's cheaper and easier it's, and more dependable yeah you know like you can actually you can be sure it's going to work if you do it in post because you can keep right. doing it until it does work but there, I mean, you know, like for anybody who's like, that's the thing that they get excited about, go watch Gaspar Noe's films. You know, like he, he's doing really crazy stuff with camera that you probably mm -hmm. haven't seen before. Uh, you know, I don't know that you'll like his movies, but they're really cool uh, visually. Right. So I don't know. Try that out. Try Enter the Void. You know? Yeah, go try watch that Enter the out. Void. <laughs> try yeah. that on. Try that. Mm. <laughs> Take that out for a spin. You see how you feel about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm prepared to be sad. I hope I'm surprised by the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. That should be their tagline. <laughs> it really should be. Can prepared I, to I, be sad, hope to be surprised. Can, yeah. Like, I do think it's a really big problem, though, that we are sort of like slowly just accepting this kind of advertising. Like the idea that they're pitching to us, it's basically exactly the same and and that's good. Right, is, that used to be bad. Is a very troubling thing. Right, that's like again, that's like same is different. Boring yeah. is interesting. It's like wow, man. I don't know. I, I feel find like that troubling. Yeah, it's the same where I feel like an old timer. But when a movie has ten installments, that was not seen as a good thing. Uh, which now it's just like, yeah, we might make ten. Yeah, and we're on the twenty sixth Marvel film. 
Yeah, exactly. And like, it was still like, yeah, every now and then you'd have a Harry Potter where they're like, look, we're doing this. We're doing a whole big series. We have it planned. But yeah, generally speaking, when there's like six of the movies, we'd go, oh, shame on you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, they could have tried to do the Hardy Boys into movies, like just really gone for it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, that's a 20. That's a that's. Put those crime-solving boys on the silver screen. I'll watch 20 mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll watch 20 of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let, let's, let's move on. talk about this next. Let's yeah. move on. This is uh, Mother Slash Android. Uh, that, this just, it like, it feels very Terminator, right? Like, even the name. A little bit. <laughs> seems like an alternate title for ter- the Terminator. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's Terminator- and children of men, yeah. Plus, yeah. like zombies, yeah. Almost, they yeah. Uh, the robots turn into zombies, not into not into like sentient robots, right? And I like that because the idea is their skin comes off and there's like a metal skeleton, like Terminator. But they don't. The, all they do is like in Terminator, it's they they stick them in a fire. They do something where it strips them down to a skeleton. Whereas this, they're like falling apart, so it looks more zombie like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they even say, they say, like, it doesn't sleep, and it will not stop until you are dead. And I'm like, oh, you're just taking the lines from the Terminator. Uh, that said, I do really like the look of this. It looks cool. I the agree robots with that. look creepy, yeah. Uh, how, what, what needs to happen with that pregnancy for me to think it was interesting? Like, uh, what, robot. What? Robot comes out. Right. Or, or like, tween, like, a between baby? Between baby? Yeah. You know, between the baby, yeah, yeah. She reveals like you're not the father; it was a robot. Or she reveals I'm I'm a robot and I can have babies. And now you're a this is a halfway baby. Oh fuck! I think halfway baby. You know, I I I'm I wouldn't be surprised if you just literally nailed (laughs) the movie. Well, because like the reason I'm saying that, and I'm not trying to spoil it, it's because like if that isn't it, this pregnancy is irritating. Uh, because right. it, because well, it's a cheat code. It's like you know, you know, she's pregnant, so it's bad. It's like, well, the baby better matter there. Chekhov's baby better come blasting out of there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? It's just oh, yeah, Walter maybe. Koenig comes rocking. Maybe, out of there. yeah, maybe she nuclear has, vessels. <laughs> maybe she has the baby, and the baby falls out and kills the last robot. You know, she like uses sure. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. as a, a hero projectile. Baby. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, it does seem like because yeah, in Terminator, it's like well, it's the savior of all mankind. Uh, they, I, I like to hope they're not going to do that again. No, so, I think the babies. It, well, from what the trailer looks like, uh, and real quick for all you listeners, um, it's just like you know, near future, we have androids that do everything. You know, just as as house servants, and then one day they all just snap and start murdering people. And so it's about Chloe Grace Moretz and her hubby have to get. To like Boston, I think they have to travel yeah. a couple of days along the East Coast yeah. to get to Boston, so she can give birth safely. It's like one of the last it's, strongholds of survivors, and they have to outwit these murder bots along the way. So I think the baby is going to be incidental, right? Like the baby's just a I, baby. I hope. Not. I do. I think this is going to be a um, fuck. What's the we? You, you can't. You can't talk. Oh, you can't talk or the, oh, like in, a quiet place or some horseshit. Yeah, it felt yeah, like I that. think it might be yeah. a quiet place where they saw that movie's popularity and they're like, stick a baby in her. That'll uh, ramp up the tension. And so, and that, and yeah, I feel like it is a plot device of like, how do we get them to 
they want to do something. What do they want to do? Okay, have this baby. Bam. You know, it gives them a reason to go on the road and to face danger, etc. Because they have to leave their place of comfort, I assume, to go out into this world filled with robots. Uh, so, yeah, it, there's a very good chance the baby won't matter. Uh, I'll we'll be, see. I'll feel uh, cheated by that, I think. Yeah, I like I like a, the version... Because this does feel like the kind of thing where there's going to be some sort of reveal, right? And so Maybe. the idea of, like, oh, I'm a robot... I do. Uh, I can see the benefit of that, but I think pregnancy maybe is, is the great cinematic reveal. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you put it in a movie, like I like. There's definitely like period like movies where being pregnant doesn't mean I have to get the child at the end. Like, and I think Children of Men is a really good example of that. Oh yeah. You know, like I don't need necessarily to see the child at the end. Just you know, safety is enough. This movie, it, so far from the trailer, I'm like that baby feels like it needs to have a plot relevance yeah that baby's got to pop yeah. and, uh, the child and children of men you do see oh uh, that's but right you're you right. do see it yeah yeah you're but right. you're right that you don't need to i didn't need to yeah. um it it i love how they do in children of men because you're in like they do the thing where it's like oh my god things are like how are they going to get out of this and then she's like my water broke and it's like oh fuck like they choose the worst possible time for her to have to give birth. Yeah, that's uh, movies, baby. That's why it's, it's a movie. great. That's why it's a great fucking movie. It's a great movie. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um. This could be. Yeah. Good. This is like. I don't know. Is this going to be on streaming? I think. I, I, I think it's a Netflix, isn't it? Okay, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I cannot. Man, they. I don't know what came first. Where it's like it feels like maybe Netflix is putting out movies specifically to be designed of like. Oh yeah, you wouldn't want to go to a theater for this. So, here it is. I don't know if that's the case or if that my standards for going to a theater has gotten higher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a pain in the ass to do anything now where pants are required. Right. You know. But uh, yeah, these these premises. There's so many now. The it's the apocalypse uh, plus gimmick, right? Apocalypse plus, but this time they're blank. But this time you you can't speak. Uh, this time you can't. You have to cover your eyes like that. My fucking god! With bird I, box, I didn't see that. Uh, and yeah. I and I don't. Feel bird like box was incredible. <laughs> yeah, because it all they all feel like it's the same thing, right? It's just we need a po- like a quiet place. Got you know, people loved that, and so there's this feeling of like we have to mimic that. Uh, I mean, there's uh, another there's another like sneaky trend that's going on in movies where like some movies present themselves as not a part of a franchise that they are a part of. Mm-hmm. You know, like if this is a, like a secret iRobot sequel, it's, it's well, a secret. It, or, it's a secret sequel to fucking Split. Better AI, <laughs> or it's a secret fucking Metroid send up. Turns yeah. out she's Samus. You know what about that shit? Okay, I don't know why. Or not? she has the baby and names her Samus. Yeah, exactly. And then puts a little yeah. puts a little mech suit on the yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, puts a little blaster. Cabin yeah, on his like head. she gets done knitting it with, <laughs> with like crocheting her the mech suit. And she, <laughs> she just hums the item song. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, okay, moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, shit. Always, always moving forward. Uh, DC League of Super Pets. Yeah. This is a kids movie with the Super Pets. You Dave, Tom was right to lead with a tone uh, just a tone of voice there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, how it's do like, I yeah, feel it's about fine. this? It's like, a, well, I mean, like the super pets aren't a thing, uh, at least as far as I know. Crypto is a thing. So okay. it's like they took Crypto the Super Dog and just made like a kids animated movie about all the Justice League's superpowered pets or whatever. Like yeah. Superman gets kidnapped by Brainiac and he has to Crypto has to assemble a team of super pets to save him. It's sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't it, it looks fine. It's, it's got The Rock as Crypto. Like I don't sure. I, I don't rather, know what else. I'd rather see this than an animated Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Also re- like what yeah. else what else do you do with Crypto? Yeah, tell you, make a, make you, a, yeah, make a fun kids movie. That's a that's not a bad idea. It's not bad. It's, One note I have is I just kind of wish the animals weren't already their pets. I don't you think I mean? they right. are. I don't think they are. Like they're all okay. animals from an animal shelter, and like some, oh, I shit. think something Brainiac does like leaks super juice or something. I, I forget. It. I, I, I'm not sure exactly what's happening in the trailer. That's I want, literally what I wrote down. I was like, I wish they were in an animal shelter, and that something happens so they become the pets at the end. Like that's more fun. I want I want one like uh, like a squirrel whose squirrel parents were murdered in an alleyway, and is is the Batman <laughs> squirrel like just like that just uh, naturally happened to the squirrel. Well, what that's what what Batman will do when he adopts the pet is he will he'll just kill the parents. Right, he'll break the parents' necks and then take the pet home. It's like now yeah. you can now you can be my cat. Yeah. yeah, now you experienced my pain. Yeah. Now put on this little suit. Put on I this tiny outfit that I had made. Yeah. I mean, shouldn't. Uh, I'm I have God. several more preserved in glass cases <laughs> in my cave. <laughs> oh, yeah, he burns through Batman pets. He ch- yeah. it just almost as quickly as he chews through child soldiers, yes. I, I, mm-hmm. no I feel like he probably has tried a lot of different kinds of pets. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like he's had a bat iguana and, like, a fucking, you know, like a bat tarantula and shit. Yeah. He's tried, he's tried everything. He's had a bat he's bat. He's tried it all. Yeah. He's he put a bat all. suit on a bat. Yeah. Of course. That was the too, bat much. Wasn't it was too much. was too much. The bat wasn't good enough. He had to <laughs> yeah. overbat it. The bat couldn't cut it. <laughs> How fucking terrifying would it be to meet a dog with Superman powers? Like, because I wouldn't want to be defeated by animals, su- superpowered animals. Yeah. That's horrifying. That really puts you down on the food chain, Dave. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, they are probably going to eat you afterwards. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah. First yeah. Crypt- crypto's not zooming in with, with laser eyes and not eating criminals after he defeats right. them. That's what he gets out of he's it. A, he's, a dim- he's a fucking demon dog from space. Right. Like, right. Obviously, he's going to eat your kids all the purse yeah, snatchers just anyone, anybody really really yeah. anyone everyone at the dog park he's gonna mm-hmm. eat them but yeah no this this movie looks fine like i don't i'm not mad at this no this is what kids movies are, like this is what you make for kids yeah this is not you know? this is a good idea for a br- it's this sounds like so fucking corporate but it's like a good idea for a brand like dc to branch out into animated movies for a, a, a general audience or like a younger audience like this is a pretty mm-hmm. good idea right since yeah. they have to make a movie like the, there isn't the right yeah that they, they don't make not anything. making a movie is not an option right <laughs> so you know, it may as well be this i agree yeah, with that sure yeah and in, in this case it's like you're right like it is the oh we got to make a movie but it, it's like why not make a super pets movie yeah like yeah that's fucking fine there's Better been like than fucking paw patrol teaching kids about cop go- dogs yeah like uh, fucking propaganda. You 
Uh, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's been like comics like this and like like kids books like this for for you know they this yeah. is just a thing they do. So why not do this as a movie? That makes sense. No, it looks cute. Yeah, we got Kevin Hart in there. Sure. Yeah. And John Krasinski yeah. is voicing Superman. There you go. Sure. There you go. Why not? Yeah. Unless, you know, why not? He's, he's, he, that's how yeah. he gets lost. Actually, he's running CIA black ops in Nicaragua. <laughs> and he gets, that's the other thing. He gets captured what, by Brainiac in Nicaragua. When I, when I saw his name, I was like, ah, at least he's staying out of trouble this way. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least he's not doing CIA propaganda. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. He's in uh, Venezuela in, in season two, yes. isn't he? Yeah. Causing a coup. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> overthrowing the government. Oh, I love it. It's what show. the CIA does. Okay, we yeah. can move on. <laughs> all right. Is this, all right. The, is this the Jack Ryan show? Is that your friend? Yes. To? Yeah. I haven't watched one minute of it. Should I watch one minute of it? I like it, but that's because I'm a stupid Jack Ryan me, fan. Well, let me put it this way I've been re watching Scrubs. Is this an improvement on my life to be watching Jack yes. Ryan instead? I think so. Okay, all right. Great. I would say season one, season two is sort of like, huh. Like, okay. season two gets away from them. Okay. Uh, I'd be surprised sure. if there's a season three, but we'll see. Sure. Okay. Um, Great. Yeah. Next trailer is for Santa Inc. This is the, the sausage party, folks. San- I never saw sausage San-tank. party. Santank. 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 Um, this is a adult. It's a sausage party. It's I Again, yeah. I never saw that movie. Oh, I but did. Uh, yeah, I I just didn't care. Well, it also had a really bad uh, scandal around it, where they were yeah. uh, basically kind of forcing their animators to work like, oh, uh, right. tr- like triple overtime for like shit pay. It was it was a real real bad situation. So the tagline for this should be like, "We paid them this time." Like, if they did. I mean, yeah. who can say? Yep, like, who can yeah. say? I don't think Rogan or anyone's ever commented on it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. I could be c- completely wrong about that. Um, but like, he's, he's pretty careful. From what I, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's pretty he, careful. He seems to be. So it, it maybe he has talked about it. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let me distance tell you what himself it, from James Franco pretty quick this year. Anyway. Yeah, but it took him a while to. It do took him that, a while. Too. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing pretty quick uh, about it. And I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't want to judge Seth Rogen. I, yeah, you know, yeah. We can. Uh, what were you gonna say? I'll tell you what I like about this. Okay. I like that it's doing the. It's like very clearly doing the Christmas movie stylings. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's doing the claymation, and there's like just a lot of things that like and remind you of those really yeah. old Christmas movies. You know. Uh, the claymation ones, and that's—I thought that was very cool. Like just to bring that back for an homage, I really dug that. Yeah, it is also doing a l- yeah a little bit of Rudolph, where there's yeah, a misfit exactly. elf essentially. Yeah, right. where they're like, I, yeah. I, you know, I and want this, and they're like, you can't have that. It's well, an like homage. finding finding a new Santa is like the plot to like seventy percent of Christmas movies too. So right. it's it's that's very true. it's identifying a lot of the tropes of Christmas movies, and then just making it like an R-rated raunchy comedy, and. I don't think it works. Like, at least not not judging by the trailer. I mean, just judging from the trailer. Obviously, we haven't seen the film yet, but um, I feel like the tone doesn't work here. I don't know. Well, um, there's a lot of outrage on the internet about this. I it, like really. I, yes, it's everywhere. Really? 
Yeah, well, the, apparently, I mean, and maybe I just Googled the wrong thing. Mm. They turned off the dislike button on YouTube for this trailer because, like, it was getting destroyed. Now, oh, but they they turned off the dislike button across the board. Mm-hmm. You mean like they d- made I, it I like I think it was working and then it's and then they turned it off, but like or maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I misunderstood. That's, that's Well, possible. I know YouTube changed their dislike system recently yeah. to not show the amount of dislikes, but maybe what what you're saying is maybe they disabled the dislike button altogether for I this one. I think that's what I was reading. Uh, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of really shitty negativity associated with people's reaction here that I don't need to uh, dignify. Yeah, but I what can, is I, it? I, I can probably guess. Well, I mean, it's it's a Christmas movie coming from Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman, so I'm sure plenty oh. of white nationalists are jumping on that. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. care about that. There's, yeah. There, there's a lot of that. Uh, I did read a lot of that. I was very surprised at first, and then I was like, why? Why am I surprised? Uh, I guess I don't. I, I, I don't know how to exactly engage with this because I don't like this. Uh, neither, but yeah, neither do to... I. It's like that's, and I'm not like a prude or anything, and I don't care about Christmas. It just it feels like not quite the right fit. Well, like there's there's you... not a lot of successful raunchy Christmas comedies. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll tell you what my re- like my issue is because yeah, whatever the I assume there's a lot of like. Oh, the, this woman. Uh, the, it's all about how Santa is so white, yeah, and there's probably right, like, right. oh, this wokeness or what, I don't give a shit about any of that. I think the plot's fine. Um, it's I have the same issue with this as Sausage Party, which is that for whatever reason, this specific tone of comedy just doesn't get me. Yeah, like that's all it is. Um, I don't care about the actual plot. What it for me, it's more of like the humor in it. Uh, I get the we're juxtaposing this stop motion kid style. It, it's sort of like anytime that happens, like there's there's been a few like this where it's like we're doing a kids movie style, but it's adult. Um, uh, this isn't exactly it, but like Eight Crazy Nights, the Adam Sandler movie. Um, there's something about it that just never works for me. Uh, yeah, and the... that, that's not a judgment on the movies. It's more about taste. Is it the is it the the pace of it is it because it's always I th- paced I, yeah down? I, th- I think it honestly might be and i think it's also because they they lean so hard on the juxtaposition yes that's what it is for me for sure because yeah as you're talking about that it's like crystallizing in my mind because i had the same thought about sausage party which is it's the same gag right it's a bunch of cutesy looking food right. that looks like and it's then, in a kid's movie and then it's like really hard r uh and that's, that's like the trailer. same vibe as this that looked funny yeah. to me that one did look funny to me, and I didn't watch it, though. So. It's not. It's it's just It's what Dave was describing. It leans really heavily on the juxtaposition, so a lot of jokes are just entirely predicated on it's funny that a cartoon sausage is being like this coarse. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's, right. that's how I <clears throat> felt about a lot of the jokes here. It's like, isn't it funny that an elf said, give him fucking presents? Yeah. Yeah, you know? the first F-bomb they drop is like, it's like it's they re- wait for it's laughter really, and applause. Right. It's like really limp. It just kind of yeah. it just kind of flops out there. It's like, oh, that's okay. It's the problem with a lot of edgy humor, which is yeah. that if they lean too hard on being edgy, they forget to tell jokes. Yeah. Uh, because the joke is, look, we're doing this adult thing. And yeah, I think that might be a big part of this. Um, again, the plot itself seems fun. Like it, it's, it's a, a good idea. It's a standard Christmas plot. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's almost 
honestly, like, I almost want a kid's version of this, which is weird to say. Like, I don't know. It, it, it just seems... They kind of did... This is kind of the same premise as Noel, the Disney Plus movie from last year. Remember? No. We had to watch either. it for We Just Watched, Dave. Uh, it's you the watched one, it? Yeah, it's the one with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader where they're Santa's kids. And Bill Hader's supposed to be the new Santa, but he doesn't want to take over, so he fucks off, and she has to go find him, and then she ends up becoming the new Santa. Oh, It's like yeah. an identical premise, almost. Yeah. Yeah, how often do they do Santa replacement? That is a really... It's most Christmas movies. Right. Yeah, like, most really of the big ones that you can think... Like, the Santa Claus... Uh, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, um, Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore. Uh, I yeah. mean, it, it's I don't know that it's it's probably Latin, not most movies, but like it's a major component a of like yeah. the big ones that everybody likes. Yeah, because weirdly enough, there's these universes where Santa isn't immortal, uh, even though like like in the Santa Claus, Santa dies from falling off a roof. He sure and it was does. Like, oh. Like, how do you handle the not, lack of not oxygen even a very while high flying roof. over? Yeah. It's just like, that's really weird for Santa to, to, to die that way. Although I considering guess. Considering that he's fucking magical. I guess if he was the Santa from like, the, I guess if he was like a 78 year old Santa, like him falling 18 feet flat on his back oh, would yeah. just, just powder his skeleton. But again, he's magical. <laughs> Apparently so he's like, not. No, not in the Santa Claus. He's not actually magical. It's all of his gear that's magic. But right. To, yeah. It's the it, or it's yeah. It's the gear. That's right. The elves. The, the elves build him magic gear. Oh. He's just some guy. Right. That's cursed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cursed with Santa. the Santa virus. I, I think that's my favorite <laughs> of these kinds of storylines. Uh, that is pretty great. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. The Santa virus. The S virus. Yeah. I agree. I feel like this movie was targeted to, for people who aren't, who are tired of saccharine Christmas movies, right? Right. That's that's what I, it felt like to me. Sure. It did yeah. not feel like it had any of the sort of sweet vibe that most Christmas movies have. Right. Like it's like no, we're not doing any of that. Fuck. That, yeah. Right? I mean, I think like the the last big one was Christmas vacation, right? To like kind of buck that. Does that mean they, they like tried with like surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini? And that movie's a nightmare. <laughs> but isn't there forgot a, that movie is, existed. Is it, what about bad Santa, a movie I've never oh, seen. Oh sure. Yeah. Bad Santa. Yeah. yeah. So I do think this is also a trope. Uh, yeah. Like it's Christmas, but it's, it's bad. Vulgar Christmas. Yeah. It's also a trope. I don't know. Yeah. It's just this one, the trailer it reminded me of like the first five minutes of Logan where they're just saying fuck all every other word because they can. Right. Yeah. It, it's just the, the, yeah. For me, it boils down to, I didn't find this particularly funny. That doesn't mean cause trailers tend to not be funny, especially comedy uh, trailers. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they really tend to suck. Figuring out how to make it seem funny in a trailer now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, mean, I don't know. I, I went back and watched dumb and dumber's trailer a couple months ago for some reason. Mm. They didn't have the great jokes in that either. You know, like yeah. maybe they've just never been that good at comedy trailers. I don't think they have. I really don't. Because um, you don't you never want to give away the best jokes, but yeah, it's I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I remember I, I have it's, that Dumb and Dumber trailer memorized because it was on Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't I think it, the it, mask it, or the Mortal Kombat VHS, one right. of the two. It's <laughs> honest 
<laughs> it's why I don't tend to watch comedies that much because every trailer looks bad to yeah. me yeah, for yeah. comedies. So it's like I'm going in blind every time because sometimes it comes out, sometimes it's really funny, and I'm like, great. But sometimes it is, in fact, what the trailer advertised. Well, I so think, that's part of it, too. I think comedy movies have also just not been so great in a pretty long time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, don't, I don't think I don't, we've had like a landmark comedy movie since like what Bridesmaids or Hangover, you know? Around then, yeah, F- feels that way. Yeah, it feels like comedy has shifted to just TV and the internet. Uh, yeah, and the internet. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, let's talk about uh, yeah. this next one. Speaking of things from the past, this is a uh, uh, from from the producers of Lost, which I flagged. Look, yeah, because look it. Looked it at. looks what what all they needed to do they could like this trailer was almost perfect all they needed to do was at the very end you see the fucking smoke monster or yeah. just <laughs> john just john Locke walks into frame and turns that and says hello amazing. jack yeah. you know he just said hello jack i just look, looked at the camera with a twinkle in his eye <laughs> yeah amused yeah. again at jack's lack of faith oh god that's all i want <laughs> it yeah it's a uh it's just a mystery box. It's lost yeah. again. There, there's almost it's, nothing different about it. Instead of an island, it's a town. Yeah, yeah it's right? it's a it's a family of three: uh, mom and dad and a little girl driving in a camper. They get lost. They pull over for directions in a town. The people are kind of mystified. They seem off. So they 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 they, they tell them how to get back to the highway, and they get back to the highway. And no matter how far they drive, they just keep driving through the same town. So it, it turns out that it, this town is some sort of magical, inexplicable trap. All of these people arrived there the same way. They got lost and wound up in this town, and now they can't leave. And that's the premise of the show. It's and then lost. there's night villains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's lost. Oh these yeah, there's monsters. There's some me. kind of monsters. Yeah, because yeah, it's they're going to stretch this out for as long as they possibly can. That's the problem with with a lost type show. Yeah, is that it doesn't end. Remember, there used to be a lot of these too. Like, do you remember um, Persons Unknown? A show that might be, for all I know, good no? because it was it was created by Christopher McQuarrie in uh, okay. 2010. <laughs> it it has Chadwick Boseman in it. Oh, wow. And Alan Ruck. I watched the first episode and I hated it because it was another. It's a group of strangers wake up in a deserted town. They they don't know where they are and it's the same mystery box crap and they can't leave. They wake. The reason I shut it off is they wake up in like a hotel. And they can't get out of the hotel, and they barely try to do anything to get out. And then they start like immediately doing like scheming with each other. Like they start, like they the it's that sort of thing where it's like lost, um, but without even trying. Where they're like, yeah, let's just have the characters start like backstabbing and like giving sweaty exposition in the first five minutes. And at the same time, they're still trying to get out of this hotel, and it's like, guys, just try to get out of the hotel first like they forget what they're doing to then be a shitty mystery box show if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and it was a lot of that and it was just like oh this is exhausting people forget that lost's first season was a really great survival drama also it was really good that's i guess yeah that was what it is is that lost it sort of like it it's it, it slowly conditioned you into getting to a place where you forget that the whole point was to get off an island you know well until like, by season three we got to go back and it's like oh what a twist 
Yeah, you know? and it's like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, because exactly. it is. That's it was an entire show designed to keep characters in one location for as long as possible, which is what this feels like, right? Is that like at mm-hmm. the end of season one, it'll be like, oh, we're getting out. Oh, no, we're not getting out. And it's like, fucking, of course you're not. Because you wouldn't have a show otherwise. Yeah, there wouldn't be a show if you could get out. Uh, yeah, it's that's a- what Persons Unknown felt like, where it's like they give up on getting out in like the first 10 minutes of the show. And then they're like scheming and doing stuff. And it's like, wow, they're like you didn't even try, huh? One one good thing about this idea, or I guess one presumably good thing about it, is... Number one, there's an act, there's an omnipresent horror element, which was not in Lost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't really have horror stuff. They just had, you know... It I, slipped I mean, in and out bit. when they needed it, but yeah. yeah. yeah it seems like a more... A, uh, like you're saying, yeah, there's it's a more persistent threat in this trailer, Correct. at least. Yeah. And they, they don't have to do 24 episodes. You know what I mean? That's, yes. That's the biggest problem with Lost in hindsight, because I just rewatched the whole series for reasons Dave knows. Uh, and mm. I, the thing that stood out to me is like, oh, if this was like, you know, 12 episodes or, th- or 13 episodes, like it would be now, it'd be a fantastic show all the way through. Right. You know, it, it really is that because I've been, I was rewatching Star Trek Voyager, which is another movie that or show that starts on the premise of where lost, we're trying to get home. And then, like, by, like, episode five, they're going on these weird adventures. And it's like, aren't you guys supposed to be getting home? And it's like, look, we got, yeah, we got 25, 24 episodes to fill per season. Uh, they can't all just be us trying to go home. So we're going to deviate. There's, I mean, that's why you got to appreciate the BBC, because they never did shit like that. Yeah. Like, they're just like, you get six episodes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, or you get as many episodes as you need. Right. No more, no less. <laughs> Right, and it's like, that's the right way to do TV. I, I mean, I get it. I'd love to work on a 24-episode television show, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you make more money. I get that. But, like, the show ends up being worse. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, maybe From is, yeah, we'll benefit from that. All we need but... is, God, what if we just followed the family in and, like, they pass through a couple of sets of doors and there at the end is Ben fucking Linus. You lose your mind, Dave, immediately, right? You're immediately hyped on this shit, right? I am. Desmond is in a hatch somewhere typing in some numbers. <laughs> oh, shit! Benny! Benny, it's 24 I, Benny! I, I really feel like this is... The producers the are future, lost like, I miss... I'll, I'll always love you, Penny. Oh, uh, shit. I, feel I like traveled through really time is... on my sailboat. <laughs> it really feels like the producers of Lost just, like, realized that there are a new generation of like 20 somethings who don't remember what they did to them what they like did with lost and they can just do it again it's it just wasn't like bum out a ago. whole new generation it was only like 14 15 years ago man oh, it fuck, wasn't even really? that long ago yeah like the first episode of lost was 2004 i want to say jesus yeah. yeah you know and that was six seasons six of the longest seasons ever yeah yeah you know fucking long that was back that was that was an hour-long drama back when we were still doing like 22 23 episode seasons right this is again it's yeah it's i wish this show the best but it kind of has the game of thrones thing where it's like uh you burnt me you burnt me and now i'm not going to start one of your shows again because you could burn me at the last season of your show you know like that's what happened to me with lost is like i binge watched it and then at the end, I was like, oh, 
So I didn't have to watch this. Like, like you wasted oh, my so time. Oh, so this is bad, huh? <laughs> yeah, you wasted my 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 time. All right, well, fuck you, lost. I guess. Cool. Go back to uh, living I'm, my I'm life. Gonna, I'm gonna stand up for the the few lostophiles in which I include yeah. our friend Cody, and tell you because I think he's right about this. It does actually make sense if you go mm. back and if you go back and add it all up. The execution's not good on everything. But it all right. does make sense. I think he's right about that, actually. All right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just not a very good. good show. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. at the end. <laughs> there, there, was like, there was like three good seasons, and then it was like, what are we doing here? Why are we in jumpsuits? I, I, I'll, right. I'll, I'll stand up right next to you to go to bat for that first. That first season is something else. It's fucking awesome. It's yeah. still The awesome. first two seasons, actually. But yeah. 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 After that, it's doo-doo. After Let's move that, it's on. Boners. It's boners. <laughs> it's real dirty yeah. boners. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck those facts. Let me tell you no, right now. That's a sad yeah. fact. Turning them down. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. To, to Stop we biting got... those facts, asses. <laughs> <laughs> we got some real weird ones here. Uh, last words. Oh uh, yes. Oh, uh, uh, inject this into my veins. A moody, am... <laughs> a moody drama starring Stellan Skarsgård uh, and. Uh, 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 Nick Nolte the about Tom the Nick future Nolte? of humanity. The Tom Waitsiest Nick Nolte you've ever heard. He's I got, thought yeah, it was got... Tom Waits for like the first minute. Yeah, dude, he just sounds like he's got lung cancer or something. Really <laughs> he sounds like he is lung cancer. Yeah, he does. And I'm like, uh, I'm here. I'm here for that. I'm here for it. But yeah, it's after it's like it's post-apocalyptic. It's it's people from all different countries of the world coming together to to live, and they have no memory of the world before. It seems anyway, or like a very limited memory of the world before. Uh, and it's just about like a community of people coming together and and rebuilding after after the fall. And it I don't know, it looks nice. Here's here's what I'll say though, is it definitely feels like it's it's patting itself on the back because they're like this apocalyptic world. What can save us? Movies, and so they're all watching movies. And oh, the guy, that's and they true. Learn yeah, to that's make true. Movies. And they're like, "That's what's bringing us all together." And I I'm mean, like, "All right, well, now settle yeah, down." Yeah, I mean, what? That's the foundation of language, right? Is storytelling. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, it is. It is a lot like fucking Tyrion getting up and being like, "The storytellers must be king." Yeah, like, shit, Tyrion. I think, I think you have to. I think you have to make a minimum of five projects before you're allowed to tell a movie about make a movie about movie making or movies yeah. at all. Like that's to me yeah. the hurdle you should have to clear. You got to make five, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hate how this, uh, I just looked it up. This takes place in 2085. And like, remember when you'd have a movie like demolition man that would be like, yeah, in 20 years from now, it's going to be fucking incredible. Like this is now where we're aiming, which bums me out. Uh, hopefully like demolition man, they aren't, they aren't going to get it right. But uh, yeah, this is takes place like soon. <laughs> yeah, n- absolutely no courage in the clo- in the art design or anything. Just no fucking courage at all. Like this is why we need to herald people like Ryan Johnson, who dared to put like twenty style sombreros and shit on people in the future. In oh, I love like that Looper. shit. Yeah, Looper. Like, yeah. I loved what he did with Looper. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, we were talking about Children of Men. I also like Children of Men because they're like it's twenty years in the future. What's it gonna be? And they're like, "Man, eh, it's smog here. There's uh, some better like computers, slightly better computers, not much better." And it's like, "Yeah, that's probably it." 
See, I think those are two different things. I think that's like the second example that you mentioned is a filmmaker wisely not biting off too much, like not right, biting right, off right, more right, than right. they can chew. And the other one is Ryan Johnson just whipping his techno dick out for everyone well, to see. And I, I love Looper. That. Yeah, Looper was a combo because they did stuff where it's like there's still old cars, but they have like mods on them. Yeah, and stupid. then there's like it's then there's stupid. like flying. Yeah, there's like flying jet skis. Yeah, and telekinesis. That was the biggest ask of that movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, Dave. <laughs> I think that no, <laughs> I think that's the biggest ask of that movie because it's like I'm going in to be like, all right, it's about time travel. That's fine. And then they're like, by the way, some people have the force, and it's like, okay, well. You're going to have to actually explain that better, uh, especially since it doesn't really matter in the movie, it if matters, you ask me. It matters yeah. at the very end. Only a little uh, bit, but yeah. It matters at the very end because they found the most terrifying child actor you've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> that kid's unbelievable. I can't believe you're saying the magic in that movie is worse than the Joseph Gordon let it make up slash, you know, uh, uh, or the Bruce, looping, Bruce the Will- reason no, the behind Willis- the looping. No, the Bruce Willis impression. Oh yeah, they that, put I mean those that's pretty amazing. Contacts with that ridiculous nose. Yeah, it's you know? also a world where the only people time traveling are doing it to hide bodies, and it's like, well, that's silly. And like, Jeff Daniels is basically just like a bar fly who got promoted. Yeah, you know, like, like it's it's a pretty fucking good movie. Yeah, I uh, like that <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. this movie. Last words. Yeah, this <laughs> film. This looks fine. It looks kind of like a bummer, but I mean. Uh, it's I don't all know. Indian I, I think it looks hopeful. I don't. I have I, I, no idea what this movie is. Yeah. None. No idea. Yeah. It's passed through a lot of festivals. You know. I got. I got a so, hopeful tone from it. I didn't get like a bleak tone. Even, yeah. Even though it's you know the fall of man, but. Uh, I don't. I mean, I hate to be a prick, but like a movie that has star caliber, like stars of this caliber, that's that's coasting on festival credits, does not inspire me to think it's good. That is fair. Because it's like, yeah, if you get Nick Nolte in your movie, yeah, you're going to get into Sundance or fucking Con or whatever, because that's a $10, $15 million movie. So, yeah, it's going to get in. I also just, yeah, I'm also just weary of any movie that is patting itself on the back in terms of movies, because as we've learned in the Oscars, those are movies that tend to go far with critics and festivals. Yes, they do. Despite not being that good. Like The Artist, a movie we all forgot is a movie. (laughs) Boy. Boy, nothing happened for anyone involved with that movie. Mm-hmm. We like all that. instantly forgot it. It was like yeah. we got MIB the minute we left the theater. It was like yeah. the art, you know. The artist to me is like the other. It's the horseshoe theory where like on one side you have like well the new Matrix or Fast and the Furious anything that's like an action movie that's based off like pew pew and explosions and that horseshoes all the way to an indie movie that is so indie that it's also a gimmick. Because it's just like, ooh, it's a silent film, but new. And it's like, yeah, but you can just make movies now that aren't silent. So Now, I just want to like, say, make a movie, yeah. as, a con- as a contrast point to everything we've said so far, I'm just going to say the words, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Uh, because <laughs> we're Nicolas Cage's next <laughs> movie. Have right? you seen it sure what that fucking movie's about? Yeah. Have mm. you seen what it's about? It looks fucking incredible, Dave. It's incredible. Dave, wait. It's it's about it's about Nicolas Cage. Uh, he is yeah. he is hired by the CIA uh, to go undercover to stop this uh, drug lord who wants Nicolas Cage to perform at his birthday. That's so good. And he's like, I mean, he's also Nicolas Cage, like trying to balance his career. Like, yeah, it's both things. It's so good. Yep. 
I can, yeah, I mean, that's going to be amazing. It's incredible. It's coming yeah. out in April of 2022, and my yeah. God, the world needs some hope. Yeah, you know? and after that, it's all we're going to be talking about. That's I'm. I will be. We can be done can with movies it. after that. Yeah, that'll be it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the it. last word. Take a bow, movies. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. So anyway, that's the trailer for Last Words. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the Silent Sea. Uh, it's a. This is people going to the moon, and like bunch of people died, and there's like a. It almost feels like the abyss. Like there's a big moon cavern that i don't think the moon has but i guess i'm wrong and there well somebody hasn't been playing destiny so, yeah mm. yeah what are you talking about the hive is there dave that's Sorry. where the fucking, that's where the hive is i bro. was i was thinking you go in there and you find that the moon is actually uh run by aliens or whatever yeah they're driving like this, it yeah this could be a moonfall <laughs> tie-in mm-hmm. could uh, be a real nothing, moonfall sitch nothing yeah. will ever ever dissuade me from thinking until the moment it fucking hits me in the eye sockets that Moonfall will not be incredible. Moonfall is like That's my great. A plus one. I'm going to be there immediately to see that movie. Like it looks yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, this does not look like that at all to me. No, this is a series. It's on the Netflix. Uh, apparently the synopsis is during a perilous 24 hour mission on the moon. Space explorers try to receive samples from an abandoned research facility steeped in classified secrets. So yeah, I'm guessing it's like some sort of moon secret. I think that they... fucked up this facility. Yeah, it's like Total Recall gonna... on the moon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys are filling in so much from this, and I respect you for that. Uh, I think this trailer does not deserve to get eyeballs watching the show because we don't know fucking anything about it from it. Like this, this, sh- mm-hmm. this trailer gave us nothing other than like, here's the spacesuits. Yeah, they gave us the moon, and they're nothing. like, is that enough? No. Is it enough to watch the moon? No, it isn't. Um, no, I mean, I for me it is, but you're right. For people, it shouldn't be. It's bullshit. This is not a good enough trailer. I, like, and I, not because I'm mad at the concept, because I don't know what it is. And the trailer—that's the only thing a trailer has to do. Right. Is like, what is this about? And I have no idea. Absolutely right. no idea. It's got um, Cloud Atlas in it. What does that mean? That lady from Cloud Atlas. She's uh, like the she's the oh yeah yeah I think a robot she's like some sort of robot in yeah. Cloud Atlas yeah she was yeah so that's cool that Cloud Atlas connection I I bet you yeah. it's, I bet you it's a good show like I bet you it really is a good show it, I I think you're right you know? where it's like we really don't know yeah and right? I just I just feel like a trailer I feel like I want to reward trailers that make me excited about the movie you know. Right, and all they're offering is the moon. To me, it's it's, yeah. No, I I think you're right. As someone who watched the entirety of the show away, remember away. I with do, Hillary Dave. I, wow. I remember it because I wow, remember Dave. you watched it in its entirety. Yes, <laughs> and I watched that just because it's like, hey, look, it's space, and I was like, it is space. Mm-hmm. Let me check that out. Here's, here's, that show it was was it Hillary Swank in space? Yeah, yeah. Here's Hillary Swank in space. Yeah. yeah. It got canceled after one season, as it should. <laughs> um, it was fine, for people who are wondering. That movie or that show was fine. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it like I, I don't know where I was going with this. I oh yeah, I, I just of, fucking space. It's I, like okay. I kind of wish you got everything a year early. Like I wish all movies and television shows went to you a year early, 
and people could let just like find out like so dave how was it and like you'll say fine a whole lot right yeah because so, i'll forgot like a lot of it. it and also you'll give like a really like a lukewarm not endorsement but just sort of a statement about it <laughs> yeah well i think there are tiers of things right and like it yeah away was like a oh, I'm going to do stuff on my phone while this is on tier, you know? Yeah. Where it's like sometimes you just need stuff that you don't have to focus on. Right. Uh, and that was good for that. Um, that is that is a lot of a lot of shows that are, like, not of the A tier. Uh, they are sort of like, I could be, you know, doing my tax write-offs or whatever. Right. And, and so there's I rumors do. that, like, Netflix and streaming design movies and shows that way. Um, I'm okay with that as long as they also still do good stuff i'm I'm terrified of of that idea but uh, i know I, but it's an awful know, idea it's true i mean i'm like meaning it's it's not if i was a show network i think embracing the reality of how people consume stuff is always the right decision mm-hmm. but it does make but for God. movies where they're like make the characters say everything they're thinking out loud because people aren't looking at the screen, you or, know? Yeah, long staring into, you know, cool-looking art department stuff that you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it, you know? Um, all right, I want to talk about this final trailer. Uh, Amityville Uprising. Yeah, this is clearly a completely unrelated movie that they just slapped Amityville on <laughs> to well, get I think, people to watch it. I think we talked about this in one of our things uh there's like 30 amityville movies yes like they they all and it is what they do is they make a movie some producer picks it up and goes can we slap the word amityville on this and And they're like yes yes we can Mm -hmm. Um, uh this is fantastic uh (laughs) this is exactly what i want trailers to be for movies of the genre uh, I don't care how Acid Rain makes you a zombie. I'm grateful that it does. I, mm-hmm. I that's all I care about. That's all I care about. Yeah, I'm, so I'm just grateful. content in that. I'm, I'm content to, to munch on that facts, but. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's. Just like, sink I'm, my choppers into it, my yeah, chompers. I'm, I'm giving that a Southland snuggle, that's for sure. I'm definitely <laughs> doing that with that fact. So, like, you guys. Um, Dave, I'm sorry, you, really quickly. Can okay, I just yeah, compliment yeah. the 90s? vocal like vo just the the 90s vo alone sent me to the moon where i actually wanted <laughs> when, to go when it's yeah. when it's listing that when the uh, fucking trailer voiceover guy is like announcing yeah. the different stars as if <laughs> they're anyone and then he gets to tank jones and i fucking uh, flipped out of my chair yeah like just every like this is this is what home runs look like you want to know what a home run looks like this is a home <laughs> run you know? uh, I I, I want to give you some facts about this. I'm ready. Dur- the director in 2020 made four movies. So <laughs> this guy, that's that's what we're talking about. This guy is a wow. business. He's a he's a machine. Um, two of the movies he made was the Amityville ha- Harvest and the Amityville Moon. So he okay. knows what he's doing with okay. this series. Um, all right. So that, we, we have a genuine that, that hero is on the our facts. We, this is yeah. Uh, all those facts are coming back to my place and having a nightcap. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those facts. Uh, mm-hmm. This man's mm-hmm. a hero. I love yeah. that the acid rain in this is just real rain where they just like shot it. They put like a yellow filter on the whole thing. Like whenever they <laughs> show right, someone so it in the acid like rain. just looks like garbage. Yeah, it looks yeah, so it bad. It looks like someone pissed <laughs> yeah. all over the camera. It looks like trash. It does. Sometimes the rain also looks fake, which makes me think it probably is fake. 
Yeah. And not, like, of course fake, it like, is. Not fake like uh like they're running a rain machine. Fake like they have a like a filter passing in front of the screen. Like yes. really bad fake. And I was like, I'm in on that too. Yeah. Uh, this is very good. Very. They very just good. keep. Yeah, they keep cutting to people screaming in the rain, and then zombies. Yeah, yeah I'm in. One like I don't yeah. need another minute of this. This thing is a one-stop trip to Schlock City, and I'm ready for it. I'm ready mm-hmm. to go there. Gonna have to watch the other Amityvilles, including Amityville in the Hood. That's oh my god. That's a movie. Um, I don't understand that. How can a place in be in the hood? Like Amityville is a place. How dare how dare you ask that question? How dare you, as a fan <laughs> of all the Jason movies? How dare you? <laughs> like, well, it Jason, be whatever. Because no, Jason is a physical don't entity even that moves do this, around. Dave, Amityville. The Amityville I, horror is a house. Uh, Dave, no. I just don't know how that works. I can't. You'll find out. Watch it, bro. You'll find okay. out. Watch it. I, I will watch it. I'll watch it with you. Come over and we'll watch yeah. it. It might. Oh, it's not out yet. This is another Amityville that's coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. That sounds like a that sounds like a Saturday oh. for us, buddies. That sounds like a Saturday. Okay. Wow. Okay. So it's really funny that the Amityvilles have become like the Leprechaun movies. Because <laughs> so the the plot of Amityville in the Hood is an east side gang uses the Amityville property to grow marijuana. <laughs> so they're using the hood in a racist way, like in an overtly yes, of racist course they way. Are. Of course wow. they are. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then when they're attacked by a rival gang and their drugs stolen soon, it's unleashed on the west side streets of Compton where anyone who smokes it suffers one killer buzz. It is about haunted weed. Hell Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, you know, s- sign us up. Just put us on the put us on the sign in sheet, Dave. Let's Holy do it. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no more discussion to be had about it. We it has to be shoved in our retinas. It has to be. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Sorry. I'm lo- I'm now I'm looking at this director who I want you to know, the director of Amityville in the Hood directed in 2020 oh my god he directed 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 20 he direct he directed 22 films uh-huh that's so a lot in 2020 he, he released, he released in the films. year yes yeah god what a fucking hero all right all right that's all i'm, I'm done i'm sorry yeah i don't care about any of those movies unless tank jones was in them I don't yeah, care about like show me the preview with acid rain zombies to any of those, mm-hmm. and you and know, then and then we can talk. Yeah, then, okay. Then, I'm then we can talk about out on a nice date. You know. Yeah. I, then we got yeah. a movie going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's go into news stories. But first, we have some patrons to thank. Starting with Chester's Prophet. Thank you very much. Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Uh, thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. I, thank I you need to, to meet that fucking person. I, I need that in my life, Tom. Well, Tom knows him. Um, <laughs> thank do. you to Bob Grenville. Thank you to Stephen. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Ooh. Thank you to Asking Seven. Mm. Thank you to Happy Ed 209. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Tiger Doors Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Turning me into a son. <laughs> 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 Uh, thank you, Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Amanda Shevitz Maltov says the spice must flow, comrades. Thank you. Sure. Thank you to E.T. the Extravagant Terrestrial. Yep. Thank you. Thank you to Cody Johnson's Time Machine Noise. 
Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Thank you to subscribe to Jason Pargin's Substack. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we already talked about him, but Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula. He is. Oh in, in the, the Renfield movie. In the Universal oh uh, Monsters movie Renfield, which is starring Nicholas Holt as Renfield. Yeah. I, I feel like they understood what they needed to do. Yes. This is a comedy, by the yes. way. Yes. It's yes. a modern day adventure story that is comedic in tone. I wrote it mm-hmm. down because I was like, oh, so this is going to be pure wonder and delight. Right? Yes. What could, what, how could it be bad? I, uh, the only way is if Nicolas Cage isn't in it enough. Pay him whatever he needs to play Dracula. Also, any idea he has, say yes to it, right? Yeah, if just he's let like, him do oh, it. I, yeah, I, I'm. I've been really thinking about this character, and I want to do this. Um, and there's I mean, a up, update. Not today. Yesterday or today, Aquafina is also going to be in it. Oh, right. That's interesting. Yep. It also has been written by fucking Ryan Ridley and Robert Kirkman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's like fuck. <laughs> yeah. Ryan I Ridley mean, yeah, is the... a writer on Rick and Morty uh, for listeners, yeah. and of course, uh, you listeners probably know who Robert Kirkman is. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the character that's the title character is basically like uh, some dope who's being gaslit by Dracula, right? He's like he's it, Dracula's thrall. Yeah, he's Tom. He's Tom Waits in the right. uh, oh. in the Coppola film. Yeah, I imagine it's about how he he doesn't want to live under his shadow. You know, I imagine there's a little Guillermo in what we do in the shadows, like aspect dynamic to it. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I mean, all that's to say, it sounds like we can count on a heavy heaping dose of Nick Cage as Dracula. Yeah. 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 This is, uh, no wrong answers here. Like, I was, I think I was doubtful when I first heard of this film because I didn't realize what it was. Yeah. Uh, After once, I think once Invisible Man hit, they started green lighting and they, they had started green lighting a bunch of these before that too, but they really kicked yeah. into high gear green lighting weird one-off uh, kind of not experimental, but like kind of outside the box takes on the, on the different universal monsters. Cause obviously dark universe wasn't going to happen. Yeah. They realized that that wasn't the way to go and they yeah. were right. And I'm glad they figured that out after one movie and not six, yeah. you know, that's true. Uh, and, that's true. I mean, now, I, I don't see much Invisible Man in this decision tree. No, well, it's more like no. one-off movies from like writer directors who like come right. to them with like, I've got this idea right. for this monster, which is right. what it's, I want all these franchises. To yeah, to yeah. That's what I was about yeah. to say. Same here. I think that's the best way to do these, where you get a director who's like, oh, I have a really good Star Wars idea, and they're like, okay, go do it. Uh, what's it? What style is it going to be? Oh, it's going to be like a noir western, and it's like, all right, do that. Yeah, fuck and then it. the next person comes along, and they're like, I'm going to do a zany Star Wars. And they're like, all right, yeah, do that. Like, uh, like that. That is way more appealing to me to take a bunch of different styles and apply it to the same universe, and not have to literally connect them. You know, I mean, it's so weird because like, like a lot of these franchises now are based on comic books and stuff. And comic books have almost always had that motif yeah. as part of its like ethos, right? It's like, let's bring in cool artists and stuff who may see the character slightly differently, yeah. and let them do a run. You know, like I, I don't know, I don't see why it's movies really, don't do it. 
It's a great way of doing things. Because yeah. it also means that, like, oh, if you don't like this one, eh, you might like the next one. Because they're all wildly different, you know? We're just, we're doing, we're experimenting. And I hope they, do, I hope they never, like, 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 we've talked about this before with, like, the Mission Impossibles, where, like, after, like, four or five movies, they're like, all right, well, we're just going to do the same thing now because this works really well. And I, I, I hope they don't. I hope if one of them really succeeds, they don't try to, like, make six more of that. I agree. If that makes sense. With, I agree with the sole exception being these this new Spider-Man trilogy with Tom Holland. Sure. Like that, for whatever reason, and maybe I, I was right with the internet on that with, like, yeah, six movies for him. Let him do it. Yeah, fuck oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let him do not? Uncharted at the same time. I don't give a shit. Well, I, yeah. I, I do give a shit about that. Oh, uh, no, put put that movie in my veins. The I way can't it wait is? for that movie. You like it how it is? Uh, like I the wish they, they hadn't cast Mark Wahlberg as Sully, but everything else, yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, give All it right. to me. All right. Yeah, I also, it's, <laughs> it's like a Matrix it. thing for it? me, where it's like, eh, I have the games. I don't give a shit what they do for the movies. Like, honestly, I don't think the movie, it's kind of like the Last of Us series where, well, the fact that it's a series gives me hope there, but like, Uncharted feels like it should be a series too because it was like, you know, I played all the games. It was actually emotional. I, well, at the I, last I told, one, as I said to you on what I believe was a one-upsmanship. Uh, I don't think I think that most Uncharted's are too long. I don't think they should be a series. I think, mm-hmm. a, I think they should be a single movie because that's the s- scale of those kinds of stories, and I think that makes sense. Yeah. Right? No, I think that you checks know? out. Some of the game. I have reached that point playing most of the games, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, we're, yes. we're talking about Dracula. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry, yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, yeah, they could make a bunch of Uncharted's. I think like Indiana Jones's. Um, all right. Well, are we done talking about Dracula? I think I we think all so. Agree. Yeah, just I I, that this is just going to fucking rule. It's unruinable. Yeah. Unruinable. Like, it, it really, it really is. Like, yeah, yeah. What that 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 offer cannot possibly backfire. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it's, no, it's if it's right. good, it's like holy shit, it's good. And if it's yeah. if it's bad, it's like oh yeah, it's like, gonna it's, be fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. either way, like there's no way Nicolas Cage is gonna approach Dracula and not do something incredible. Yeah, Nicolas yeah. Cage is joy insurance. Yeah, like, you're you're getting paid mm-hmm. out one way or the other. Joy, you know, like I love this. He's regardless of the quality of the movie around him, he's always Nicolas Cage. Like you're, yeah. you oh, paid yeah. for the cage, you're gonna get him. <laughs> yeah. <Damn> right, <laughs> yeah, he's coming at you. <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, all right, now, other news story: uh, Tom Cruise continues his quest to die I on know, camera. The photos look so funny. I, yeah. I, so, I, I, am, am I, am I gonna turn a hundred years old by saying like? I'm just like worried about him now a little bit. No, I'm, you know I, I kind of am too, but not like, really. Like, so like, this I is a... really athletic and talent. Like, I get that he really is athletic and talented, and like he's worked hard his whole life. And I love that he's so committed to this. I think it's really yeah. cool. But also, like Tom Cruise, you're old man. I want like, to explain what the actual thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do, please do. This is from the new Mission Impossible. If people know, they always have a stunt. This is Mission Impossible Eight. Uh, he has been spotted flying a plane, a biplane, like an old-timey biplane, uh, climbing out onto the wing, dangling upside down, in which the plane then flips on its belly, leaving him right side up, and then the pilot goes into a nosedive, 
uh, in like a spinning nosedive, and Cruz has to make his way back into the cockpit. I assume it's like a fight, you know, like that's happening. I mean, this is no different than like old timey movie making. Uh, for the sort of, I mean, I, I am worried, I mean, but I am yeah. glad that this is happening. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. that Tom Cruise is doing this shit. It is. It is related to like buster keaton being like yeah. okay i gotta stand right here yeah. when that wall falls yeah. <laughs> this is this is just his retirement like this is this is will smith's documentary about seeing the world you know it's just tom cruise being like i'm gonna have a studio pay for me to do stuff that i want to do mm-hmm. right i mean i guess so it's i mean we haven't even seen mission impossible 7 so the fact that he's training for mission impossible 8 I think it's part of the equation for why this upsets me a little bit. Cause it's also, it's like, dude, you are putting your life at risk for the next movie that doesn't even exist yet. And like, right. Like we don't know if people are going to like this next one. I mean, right. Odds are they matters. will because they've all done well, but like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't just, think it matters. Like I just want him to have the Burt Reynolds and boogie nights role. You know what I mean? Like I want him to have I want him to have yeah. that moment where like he's transitioned into being an older actor who does cool Right. Oh, yeah. I feel like we need we need to see another Frank TJ Mackey. Right. I mean yeah. I, I do miss actor Tom Cruise. Absolutely. But I do think at a certain point, if an actor has earned it, they can just do whatever the fuck they want. And this is clearly what he wants, right? Yeah, like, sure. Absolutely. He just wants to. He's basically just does a Mission Impossible every year, and that's it. Uh, it's like his I don't know Call of Duty, you know, where he's just like you get one every year, nothing else. Uh, it's going to be huge, and then you move on to the next one, and that's it. I mean, it's also uh, that that franchise somehow is actually a little underappreciated because like it's pretty dependable for a high octane. That's true. It, yeah, that's true. Action it's, it's also it's yeah, it's one of the last like places where you can see really good legitimate stunts, you know? Like stuff like stunts instead of getting replaced with CGI should just get better because of new technology, and that's what this is. Yeah. It's sort of the same with like animatronics where it's like we replaced it and it's like, "No, why not make like better animatronics? Wouldn't that be fun?" Uh so it's nice to see stunts done with this budget, you know, mm-hmm. where he's going to space for a movie, which I assume is going to be a Mission Impossible, right? I think it's unrelated. It's a it's a something he's writing with Doug Liman. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it's a Doug Liman joint. He's gonna be sixty when he pulls off this stunt. Yeah. You know, or thereabouts. You should. Yeah, he'll be fine. Listeners should find the the pictures on Twitter. Or I think it's in all the entertainment websites now, too. But they look very, very funny. It's yeah. just Tom Cruise right. strapped to the wing of a biplane like fucking Wright Brothers. With a helmet, wearing like a skin-colored bodysuit, like he's fucking Tobias from Arrested Development. <laughs> <or something. laughs> it's very weird. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah. It really is. Um, yeah. Speaking of skin suits. Uh, Always. <laughs> yeah. Ma- speaking of Magic, that. Yeah. Magic Mike 3 is happening. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Can we? Mm. Can I briefly comment on the picture they got of Steven Soderbergh for this article? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm so, so this article's from Deadline. For those of you who want to look for it, uh, Steven Soderbergh looks like an angry Sherlock Holmes doing a bit. Yes, he yeah. looks like an old timey producer. That's like you, the 
that is the headshot that they will send you. I'm I'm positive this is the picture they got from his people, and they were like, "Use this picture." I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> it is unbelievable. He's like snarling. At it. It's so good. Soderbergh doesn't care, right? Like this, that's his that's whole thing. That's so good about him. Yeah. I didn't learn this about him until I started working for Collider that he's like kind of a nut. Like he's very yeah. eccentric and he does these like crazy things just to like just because he can. I mean, like he did, he, feels he like... sat down for an interview just wearing the racing suit from Logan Lucky. Yeah. Just cuz he he's wanted like... to. He's he's like I don't know like the Neo of the Hollywood world where he just hacks it because he can make an Ocean's Eleven and make studios all the money in the world, or he can go shoot something on an iPhone and just be like, yeah, everybody fuck off, I'm gonna go do this. Which is like yeah. literally what he did. He made Ocean's Eleven and then he yeah. made a video on like an XL One called Full Frontal with one of the best casts ever, and it's a nightmare. Yeah, like, he doesn't yeah. care. He's no. he also he, did he's like just having fun. He was ahead. Of, he, he was like ahead of the curve on this, this streaming and theatrical windows because he did that movie. What was it called? Bubble, where it came out simultaneously on video and in theaters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think could, he's he's a guy who's really interested in like fooling around with the format and yeah, I don't the mean format the, itself. Yeah. 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 That's what, like he's always been interested in that. His first movie was Sex Lies and Videotape, which is about the format. He's right. always been interested in it. I don't think movies are precious to him. I no. think he understands that they're entertainment. And Magic Mike is a great example of that where it's just like, yeah, we're just having fun. Like, I just, I got taters here. He's he's stripping. He's dancing. We're having a good time. Is it a movie? Sort of. I think Doesn't he does. Matter. He's one of those rare directors who does understand how to commit fully to a movie that is just for fun. Yeah, like he knows how to do that. I but he has a really high view of movies as an art form. I mean, like his all of his interviews suggest that, and some of his film catalog suggests it. He's really talented, man. There's not a lot of directors as as widely yeah. capable as he is. He's great. Yeah. yeah, he really is. Yeah, and he's a, um, he's a, he's a, he's a bit of a kook. He's a little yeah. kooky guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't weirdo. I don't care about Magic Mike, but I'm not opposed to it, right? I mean, I like, really sure. like I really like Magic Mike. <laughs> Okay. Great. Yeah, I, I enjoy the Magic Mike's. Yeah. Great. So I'm excited for this one. It's called Magic Mike's Last Dance, which honestly doesn't mean it's the last Magic yeah, Mike. Yeah, of course no. not. Fuck no. Yeah. Right. I mean, not in, not in the not in the film averse that we're all living in, right? Like, of course not. Yeah. 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 Uh, can I just say I started really liking Channing Tatum after those emails were released, like after those oh, hacked yeah. emails were released, and he was the one that was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like he just kept sending like broish emails. I also like Channing Tatum. Yeah, I was in on it. Yeah, I liked him after that. He uh, and I, I like that. Like, yeah, he he's he's I don't know. He did fucking um, Foxcatcher, and it's like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> does like these dark, serious things, and then he'll do like fucking fun, and uh, I don't know. They don't do that ridiculous Wachowski movie where he's an elf, basically. <laughs> uh, uh, oh man, I almost said Chaos Walking. That's not what it's called. That's a different no. one. Uh, Jupiter Ascending. Jupiter ascending, yeah, or he's, or he, like, yeah, he's basically, or like he'll a, be in a Tarantino. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He does yeah. just kind of pop up in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or yeah. he'll be in Dog, which we talked about earlier. The one where he just hangs out with a dog. He had a great, out. he had a great dance number in Hail Caesar. Mm-hmm. He had a he's, really good dance number. He's pretty, he's, he's pretty fun in Hail Caesar. He's, yeah, he really he, is. Yeah. He reminds me of like a golden retriever where it's that every filmmaker is like, oh, come over here. I want you like he's in everything. He's in like 
high caliber movies with like really good directors. Just everybody is like, oh, we got to get Channing Tatum. Look at him. Look is at it, him. Is this his like? Is this his big franchise? Like this is the this is what he goes the down Magic in history Mikes? for? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I would, so. I would say so. This and like the Twenty One Jump Street, but I don't think they're doing any more yeah. of those. For now, I yeah. Think for we, now, I think he. I want to see him like I want somebody to throw him a Born or something. You know? Yeah, fuck it. I want to see it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. Or like you know some like I don't know lifeguard, lifeguard secret agents. You know, call me up you know, Hollywood. So apparently, one of his first roles. Wait a second. Yeah, it was in 2005's War of the Worlds. Oh, uh, really? He was in the Spielberg film. That was a really sure. weird film. It's like a background actor. That's just funny to it was, me. It was <laughs> part of Spielberg's 9-11 trilogy in the, mm-hmm. in the yeah, aughts. I didn't, like, I didn't like any of those movies now that I think about I, it. I like Munich. I like Munich. All right. Well, we're, let's talk about Munich someday. Uh, <laughs> okay. Because I... I well, Let's talk about it someday. I mean, we'll talk right. about it someday, yeah. All right. For now, we're going to thank some more patrons. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. A uh, big thank you to the Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Woo. Thank you to Andrew, McAndrew, Howe, Guire, Howe. Yeah, thank bits. You to v- <laughs> thank you to Vincent. <laughs> thank you to Rev MD. Mm. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Mm. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Thank you to Tux. 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 Thank you to... Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Ah, man, it's where McNulty belongs. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. (laughs) He can really solve some fucking crimes up there. Yeah. (laughs) Put him in space. What are we doing? Uh, Let me jump in here. Thanks to, oh, great, it's that guy. Thank you. Thanks to Nolan Maton. Thank Thank you. Thank you to Andrew. Follow Marina on Twitch and Patreon at HeartFistBrainMcGuire. Thank sweet. you. Thank you to AJ. Thank, Thank you to you. Tip Drizzle. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank, Thank you. you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you. Always thank Pie Guy. Ah, oh, man. Adam, I yeah. kind of like War of the Worlds, too. Do you I really? Too. Yeah. Fucking what? Okay, like you're gonna do a Spiel Boys, right? I'm good. We're gonna do Spiel Boys on all. Am I ex- am I excluded from Spiel Boys? Can I? Come I don't on know. I don't, Boys? I don't know. I don't. I don't okay. know. My only okay. Well, it's up to you. Well, my only demand is that I would like to sing the intro if I'm gonna be on it. <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. No, we'll get. We'll definitely get you on at least at the <laughs> very least. You can sing the sing intro. That intro. I love it so much. <laughs> it is best podcast intro ever. <laughs> God, I've listened to it like 50 times. I fucking love it so much. I do. I love it so much. It just like warms my fucking heart. I like, I listen to your individual voices. I'm like, ah, oh, look at them. That's so good. Anyway. Look at these beautiful boys. Yeah. <laughs> you are beautiful boys. Uh, uh, well, well, we'll have you on Munich or War of the Worlds, I think. I, I think we cool. can figure out a way to have guests on it. Yeah. But, All but, good. Um, oh, before I forget, Dave. What? Dave. What is this? David, are you sitting down? No, never. Mm. Yeah, you record. You record standing up, as everybody yeah. everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Dave does. records wearing a pair of gravity boots. Yes, or sure. like Michael on one of those Keaton balls. and Batman. Yeah, stretching on one of those balls sometimes. You know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave, yeah. do you have a movie that deserves more hype? Yeah. I do. Oh, you son of a bitch! Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. movie. Holy mm-hmm. shit! 
So this is coming out on VOD January 6th. Uh, this is called King Car. Uh, <laughs> th- this is... Um, so you're right, Tom. I saw your note. This is being compared to uh, to Tan. Uh, and I know why it is, but this actually came out before that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about a young boy who learns that he can talk to cars. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he grows up. Uh, and works at a taxi company with, I think, like his father's company. And their country has this law where, like, cars over 15 years old have to be, um, uh, like, thrown out because of safety laws. It's Logan's um, Run for cars. Yes. <laughs> this is a Brazilian indie sci-fi film, by the way. Uh, and so they start... He, he doesn't want to throw away the cars because he talks to them and they, he's friends with the car that saved his life when he was a kid. Um, and so they start like like converting the cars into futuristic vehicles that can also speak. Uh, and the the part that like popped out is uh, that he then leads or someone leads the old cars into a fascist revolution well, so, so that's that's so the movie apparently i, I feel like uh, they shouldn't they shouldn't have dropped that fact like they should yes. have dropped they should not have dropped the fascist revolution fact because i think that ruins the movie to know that yeah it's apparently the the new vehicle like the new version of the car that saves life declares itself the king of cars it apparently seduces a woman uh that's so there might be some car sex uh so that's good but yeah yeah, it's talking cars uh maybe taking over the country i don't know well i don't know it seems like it's ultimately going to lead to our protagonist rejecting the car he loves right yeah probably having to fight back Mm -hmm. against his fascist choose between uh humanity and his love for this car right yeah i mean you know the car has gone too far and so on right yeah Um, so okay I know you're not gonna. I know you're not gonna agree with me. This movie will never not be funny. I don't care what they decide. They, it, it's a little funny. Of course, of course. Well, I don't. I don't think they know that. I am not sure they know that it's funny. I. They might know it's funny, and I think they're just playing it real straight because the trailer is not a comedy. This is not right. presented like a comedy. But like, I would say like like there are certain movies like like her. Her is a movie that plays it straight. But like probably knows it's being a little funny, right? It lets, it lets you laugh at times. Yeah, uh, it gives you joke. It gives you overt laughs somewhat regularly, so that you don't stop investing in the premise. Right. Surely this movie knows what it is. It's. I mean, it's really not that far from Rubber. You know what no, I mean? No, and Rubber knew what it was, though. Rubber absolutely knew what it was. Uh, I'm worried this one doesn't know that it's Rubber. Right. You know, yeah. that's that's my fear. It's only one way to find out. I mean, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, you got to. The trailer is out right now. Uh, King Car. Uh, you know, it, it's exactly what I said. I don't know what else to tell you. It, so can I ask you this one like philosophical question? Are you a little... Do you ever get suspicious about films that are like marketing like revolution as the as the plot does that ever make you or as like the narrative arc do you ever get your eyebrows raised it's a very common plot 
Um, it, it what is. was that one about the dogs? The re- dog revolution? Wasn't that a, a Wes Anderson Isle of Dogs? No, 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 no. Someone's screaming at it. It had the word God in the title. I know that. Uh, oh, I have like vague memory of that, but I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I never. S- White God. White God. Um, oh yeah. Like yeah, it's it's. There's been similar films, I think. A hundred percent. Where it's like this weirdness plus revolution. So what is your suspicion? Yeah, why does my, it give you make you suspicious? I get suspicious because I like my antenna is always up for what I'm going to call the Kylie Jenner Pepsi commercial problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which like basically anytime somebody releases a plot that's about what I think is an actual important social justice cause and is turning a profit on it, I get a little, I get, I just get a little eyebrow lazy. I'm I'm picking this movie because I think this movie is not guilty of that. Yeah. This strikes me more as like maybe a sorry to bother you situation where you're like, Oh, didn't know that was going to be a part of this. You know, like I, I think it could be like perfectly innocent and also perfectly, uh, like per, like a like a good plot element here, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but also like it has the potential for sort of being flippant about revolutionary stuff for the sake of capitalizing on people's feelings right now. Mm-hmm. That's just a thing. I'm like I'm, I'm, I don't want to pick. Oh on this no, movie that is definitely something to keep an eye out for. Yeah, I think some people who are upset about the uh, the Santa Inc had some suspicions about that too but it was kind of mixed with a bunch of shit that is shitty so i don't want to you know what i mean i don't want to mm-hmm. like dive too much into yeah that. that feels like that is like it, it, it almost feels like the gamergate thing where yeah. they they start with like no we're just concerned we just think this and then it goes all the way to like oh okay i i yeah, see yeah, what this yeah. is actually about right um yeah I but i know what you're talking about I'm just yeah suspicious i mean of it's it. definitely something that can be utilized the idea of a revolution is you know, kind of big right now, uh, but I agree with you that this movie pr- pr- doesn't seem like that's what it is. It's hard because it is. I think it's political to its area. Like that's the right. thing is Super I think Zoom. there's political right. yeah, but there it's probably stuff that's universal, but maybe we don't fully understand either. Like, uh, I, th- I think like City of God was political to its era, and its location, and that felt very like authentic. Right. Right. And I, like, I'm not here to say you can't make a sat- satirical political thing or anything like that. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm just trying to also be aware of like these causes mm-hmm. matter. I don't want to just be a person who pays it's, money to people that agree with me or, you know, it's, play the film yeah, or it's whatever. A, it's a line you got to walk. It's actually, without spoiling the movie, uh, next Monday's Are We Just Watched is about a movie like that that has to walk this very specific line. Uh, and whether or not it can accomplish that it's it's hard because you don't want to feel like you're just yeah using buzzwords to just make money right exactly uh yeah yeah exactly this movie just propped that up because i thought it was so wacky that they Mm. that it went that direction that like my antenna was up but i don't i'm not accusing it of that i'm just mentioning it yeah we are in a time where people are having relationships with cars um and then there's yeah. that movie about the woman who fucks on an amusement park ride. Like, there's a lot of this going around. Oh, yeah. I, what was that called? Yeah. Oil? I think so. That's um, an amazing name. Like, really? Wow. I, I think it was called that. We don't... Yeah. Uh, 
But it, it, yeah, there's a lot of just people fucking things that aren't uh, other people. Well, and I'm know. into it. Right, right. We, like facts, like yeah. fucking facts. Yeah, I mean, right. You know, like I'm not the only one, and I'm not ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. who among us? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to throw the first stone? You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're all sorry. I really am sorry. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, King Car. <laughs> I think it, it looks. Out, I, I think it looks great. I'm gonna watch it for sure. I think it looks, it looks interesting. It looks pretty. Yeah, it looks pretty outside the box. Yeah. Um, I don't understand the comparisons to Titane. Uh, it, it's it. That's like a v- extremely, extremely superficial comparison. So if you're seeing that, and you've seen Titane or however we pronounce it i forget well how we you decided. understand where the comparison i understand where from. it's coming from but i just wanted yeah. to say don't put any stock into that because no the trailer yeah, is does nothing like to yeah it doesn't look anything like it no. the only the only similarity is someone seems to fuck a car uh i just want to read this sentence about this film because this also got me very excited about it uno who's the name of the main character and his uncle zay uh I'm not going to read that. A longtime junkyard denizen and recreational pole dancer who denies that the human species is natural remodeled the talking car into a fabulous retro futurist style. That's enough for me to watch the movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's what we're dealing with, folks. Yeah. Yeah, That's what we got going on with this motion picture. Recreational pole dancer who denies the human species is natural. Incredible. Yeah. What a character. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. It's and a real I, Tank yeah. Jones. Well, you, you really like Tank Jones. That really got to you. It, it, like that it. really tickled me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, folks, that's a sode. We've done it. Holy shit. Yeah, Woo! we have. We shit. fucking did it. Ah, uh, min- we did it so minimal hard. Minimal hemming. Minimal mm. hemming and minimal hawing. You know, uh, yeah. but some, some, but some. I mean, yeah. never zero, yeah, never, zero. never, never a full zero. Adam, thank you so much for hemming and hawing with us. I, I mean, yeah. always a pleasure, always a pleasure. Love you guys. Do you want to say anything to the world? <laughs> yes. Do you have uh, a message? What do you, what do you want to time, tell these sons of bitches? It's finally time that I acknowledge that I have a podcast called One Upsmanship uh, that you can listen to on the Small Beans Network through our Patreon mm. at Small Beans. I have a couple others, uh, including Director Peace Theater with my buddy Abe, and also I'll show you mine if you show me yours with Maggie. And, uh, you know, that's it for now. That's okay. all I got for now. Yeah. Good, good job. Thank Hell you. yeah. Nice and Hell brief. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. I'll tell people uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash unemployed. Uh, for five dollars a month, you get some exclusive podcasts on there, like Tom and Jeff watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a maniac, Star Trek: The Next, next Ju- Futurama, oof, and Spielboys. Uh, those are oh all on God. there. Love Spielboys. Yeah, oh, thanks, we buddy. love Spielboys. Dude, love it. Um, we also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night, Dave. That's true. Oh Which man, is tonight. That is tonight. That's as you're listening to this. Who knows what we'll watch? Uh, mm-hmm. We also have a store. Head over to GameFieldEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of shit. So check that out. Yeah. Oh uh, mm-hmm. man. Um, all right. I think that's all. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Yeah. Bye.
Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.